0: new season streaming June 2nd exclusively on Paramount Plus.
1: Start to set those week 16 lineups next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard and we are talking about some start sit questions for each position at for week 16 of the fantasy football season and playoffs are here for everyone now whether you're whether you're in a two-week playoff or a three-week playoff they're beginning now I guess unless you are one of those weirdos who plays in the week 18 but you know we'll we'll talk about 90 percent of our audience uh for now but we're gonna talk some some week 16 start sits and I want to start with a quarterback who I think is really interesting right now and that's Jordan Love who's having a really nice second half of the season but wasn't great for fantasy last week. It wasn't terrible, but he wasn't great matchup against the Panthers. They're a bad team, but they're not necessarily a great matchup for quarterbacks in fantasy because pass volume tends to go way down against them. Dave, are you starting Jordan
0: love this week? As of now, Chris, I'm leaning against starting Jordan love. I think I can find a dozen other quarterbacks, including Joe Flacco, which are words that I can't believe are (laughs) coming out of my mouth, but uh, they are and it's got it it, there's there's two factors for me. Number one, you mentioned it, the low passing volume. On the season, quarterbacks are averaging 28.4 pass attempts per game against Carolina. Over their past four games, that number is 25.8. And you might think to yourself, oh, well, that's because they've got a terrible run defense. You know their run defense has actually started to get better mm-hmm. over the last four weeks. I'm uh, I'm filibustering to kill time so I can find the numbers. Here it is, 3.7 yards per carry to running backs in their past five games. 3.4 in their past three, 2.1 yards per carry to Bijan Robinson in the Falcons last week, and we also saw last week that Green Bay got a hot start from Aaron Jones, and then they completely got away from him mm-hmm. after the first quarter, and they just leaned on Jordan Love. They threw the ball uh, like 81 percent of the time. That's literally what it was in the second half last week. So I do think that there's a there there is a route Jordan Love still getting some decent pass volume. lot of it depends on how Aaron Jones does early in the game but I don't know if I can really love Jordan Love if he doesn't have Christian Watson if he doesn't Mm -hmm. have Jaden Reed and he's going against this Carolina defense that's just found ways to keep quarterbacks from having high passing volume
1: a lot of moving parts in that Packers offense a lot of moving parts in the Colts offense which makes things really tough to talk about but Jonathan Taylor did practice without limitations on Wednesday as the Colts opened up their week of practice, and Zach Moss did not. The Zach Moss, it it was originally reported as an arm, then a shoulder. I saw he was on the injury report with a forearm. He's banged up. He didn't practice on Wednesday, but Jonathan Taylor did. Are you starting Jonathan Taylor this week?
0: Without hesitation. He's Mm -hmm. their best running back. As long as he gets in plenty of practice this week, uh, I'll assume that he'll need a quarter to knock off any cobwebs or whatever to to get back into the flow of the game. And then he's got potential to upend what's been a very good run defense Mm -hmm. with the Atlanta Falcons. Zero touchdowns allowed on the ground this year. It is, but they also have some pretty big defensive linemen. Mm -hmm. The difference is that Indianapolis has some pretty big offensive linemen, and Taylor's very talented. So I can't help myself. I've been waiting for Jonathan Taylor to come back. I want to use him. And if there's no Zach Moss, who's going to take work away from him? It'll be maybe a little bit of Tyler Goodson, a little bit of Trey Sermon. They've barely used Sermon unless they've absolutely had to. I would imagine that Jonathan Taylor would get a pretty big workload. And if Michael Pittman doesn't play, that run game is going to be front and center for Indianapolis. Yeah,
1: Pittman was, quite, was limited on Wednesday to open the week. That was a good sign after that scary hit last week. Let's move on to Thursday's game where it sounds like Chris Olave is going to play after missing last week's game with a, an ankle injury. He's got that matchup against the Rams. It could be a, a somewhat high-scoring game with the way the Rams offense is playing. Hopefully the Saints are trailing. Are we starting Chris Olave?
0: Heck yes, we are. Rams allowed three touchdowns to commanders wide receivers last week, two of them thrown by Jacoby Brissett and the week before against Baltimore, two touchdowns. So five touchdowns allowed in their last two games, their run defense is doing great. Their pass rush is not getting to the quarterback fast enough. And the secondary has some holes in it. I think Derek Carr is going to have to throw a lot in this game too. You want to talk about passing volume bad. If you're playing the Carolina Panthers amazing, if you're playing Mm -hmm. the LA Rams, here it is. 41.6 pass attempts per game quarterbacks have thrown against the Rams over the last 6 weeks. Literally every team but Washington threw at least 40 times against LA. I think that could be the case for Derek Carr when he does that he usually gets well over 300 yards. If Olave is on the field, he should be able to come up with at least a buck 20.
1: All right, and then I actually feel okay about the tight end position right now. There are mm-hmm. 12 to 15 guys that I kind of sort of trust. Pat Fryermuth is not one of them. I want to be clear. He had that huge game four weeks ago. Since then, three straight games, three catches in each game. But he's got that matchup against the Bengals again. How Would you, would you no. start Pat Fryermuth?
0: No. I mean, I know what he did last time he took on Cincinnati. But you know who else knows? Cincinnati. And they did a pretty good job. Limiting TJ Hawkinson mm-hmm. last week. He did not have what I thought would be a monster game. I thought he had a shot at 100 yards. He barely got half that. I think Firemuth is just not a huge enough part of the offense. Going to Mason Rudolph at quarterback means that they've got a passer who does have eyes to throw downfield, but he's also got a slow release. And I wonder if that helps Cincinnati knock down passes, intercept passes. And I just don't think Fryermuth is going to be the primary target like he was in that game several weeks ago. That was the first game without Matt Canada. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett was the quarterback. He's the one that started to attack down the seam. It made sense then. I have a hard time trusting it in week 16.
1: All right, that's gonna do it for FFT and Five. We'll see you tomorrow.